0: Good evening. Welcome to Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio. We are streaming live on the internet from London. This show is dedicated to God through our Lord Jesus Christ. On tonight's show we will have the second of a four-part series called The Signs of the Times. We will be studying what the Bible teaches about current events. Our guest speaker is based in Maryland, In the United States of America. More about our guests after we've had some music.
1: Jesus, keep me near the cross There are precious fountains cross a trembling soul. Love and mercy found me. There the bright and morning star sheds its beam. Rest be on.
0: Signs of the Times We will have the second of our four-part series discussing current events tonight with Elder Ray DiCarlo of Emmanuel Missionary Institute EMI was established in 1992 by Elder Ray and his wife, Sister Judy DiCarlo They have an educational ministry dedicated to the proclamation of the everlasting gospel of Revelation, Chapter 14, Verses 6-12 to 12. For the past 30 years, EMI has been involved in teaching, evangelism, and literature distribution throughout the world. Let's now call Elder DiCardo and see if he's available. Hello. Uh, hello. Ah, oh, yes. Good evening, Elder DiCarlo. Good evening. You are live on Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio. How are you this evening?
2: Fine. Thank you, John.
0: Yes, praise the Lord. And Sister Judy, how is she?
2: Yeah, doing well. Thank you very much.
0: I oh, praise the Lord. Glad to hear so. Well, Elder DiCarlo, tonight we begin the second of our four-part series, looking at the signs of the times that we are living in. We are using Matthew chapter 24 as a basis for this series. During last week's radio broadcast, from our study of the Scriptures, we came to the conclusion that our eternal destiny is determined entirely by our own personal choice. We saw that Christ has always sought to save us from evil and destruction, as that anyone who is destroyed by evil is destroyed because they reject the salvation of a loving God. So listeners, we pray that these radio broadcasts will not only be a means of clarifying certain issues, that may be at the back of your mind, wondering why they are happening, who is behind them, and when they are going to end, we pray that these radio broadcasts will strengthen your faith in God's word as the only reliable source of news and strength, and that they will help you to prepare to meet Jesus at his second coming in peace. On tonight's broadcast, Elder DiCarlo and I will be looking at why Jesus said that wars and rumors of wars will be a sign of the present times that we are living in. So, Elder DeCardo, shall we have a word of prayer to open our discussion this evening?
2: Absolutely. Our Father in heaven, we come before you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for this opportunity that we can share the faith of the the three angels' message. To the listening audience, we pray that you'll bless John and I. Help us, dear Lord, to speak wisely and to be here. um, men who will honor your name. Now forgive us once again of our sins. Pour out your Holy Spirit as you have promised. And God, thank you for the, for the word of the Lord that guides us in this dark hour. We're thankful to know that we can understand these things and by the grace of God Almighty, we can be led towards a victorious path. So please bless us now and uh, grant us uh, wisdom, wisdom, And thank you, in Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Before we hear more from Elder DeCardo this evening, once again, listeners, first, let us look at where we find this subject, the signs of the times. Where does it originate from? We read in the book of Matthew, chapter 16, and verses 1 to 3. The Pharisees also of the Sadducees came and tempting desired him, that he would show them a sign from heaven. He answered and said unto them, When it is evening, you say it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and lowering. O ye hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky, but can you not discern the signs of the times?' And so we see from the Bible that the signs of the times is a subject that comes from Jesus himself. It is a subject of heavenly origin. We read in the book of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and verses 1-4. to 4, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word, nor by letter us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. These Bible texts reveal to us that two things must come to pass before the second coming of the Lord. The first a falling away, the second, the man of sin must be revealed. And so it is interesting to note that the Bible warns us that some of the main events that we are to look out for on this earth before Jesus' second coming is a falling away or apostasy in the Christian church, and the revealing of the man of sin, the Antichrist, the Pope of Rome, in this apostate church. But why, you may ask listeners. Today we will look at how this relates to what Jesus said that we are to look out for in the following Bible verses. We read in the book of Matthew chapter 24 and verses 6 to 7, And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in divers places. So, how does the rise of the papacy relate to wars and rumours of wars in this world? Let's state some facts now as to how the rise of the papacy is totally linked with the signs of the times and the events that are plaguing the earth today, like wars. Let us see how the Bible is truly the most factual history and reference book upon this earth. The first political system that we will look at is communism. We need to study its history briefly. The Communist Manifesto was written by a man called Adam Weishaupt, Adam Weishaupt was a Jesuit priest. The Jesuits are a religious order of the Roman Catholic Church. The following quotes are from a book called the Illuminati 666. Adam Weishaupt was born a Jew, converted to Catholicism, then turned to witchcraft where he became an expert and founded another sect of the Illuminati. This sect was founded on May 1st, 1776. Like Freemasonry, the Illuminati is a Luciferian movement to preserve and promote the ancient black arts of Babylonian and Druid witchcraft. The plan of Weisop's world revolution that he hoped to produce was the abolition of all ordered governments, the abolition of private property, the abolition of all inheritance, the abolition of patriotism, the abolition of all religion, the abolition of the family, and the creation of world government. To spread his order and give the Illuminati higher influence in the world, and because Freemasonry is akin to Illuminism, Weishaupt connected with the Masonic Institution. He was initiated in 1777 into Freemasonry in a lodge at Munich. The book continues. Since Freemasonry enjoyed prestige and honor, Adam Weishaupt and Boren von Nigg was a master of most secret societies in his day, They, Weissopp and von Nigg, planned a world takeover by using the Fraternal Order of Freemasonry. Their plan was to penetrate into the high levels of the order, then take control in directing the affairs of the nations into an eventual world-world government. And as we look at the history of communism and how it started, we read, the ideas Lenin developed were directly from the Karl Marx Communist Manifesto and the ideas founded in the Communist Manifesto were directly from the writings of Dr. Adam Weishaupt. We read again from the book, The Illuminati 666, Weishaupt's disciples infiltrated into the high levels of the governments in Germany, France, England, Belgium, Holland, Denmark, Sweden, Poland, Hungary, and Italy. This is taken from The Illuminati 666, pages 173, 177, 178, 186, 193 By the late William Josiah Sutton So Satan's whole purpose In inventing the Communist Manifesto Through his agents Was to influence the governments of the world To teach them satanic principles And to influence them To reject the truth of God Now one more thing Before we bring in Elder De Carlo Let us now briefly look at modern fascism And how it started This is taken from a book called Behind the Dictators by an ex-Jesuit priest called Leo Lehman. The principle of modern fascism as exercised by the dictators of Europe in the 1930s and 1940s, Mussolini, Hitler, Franco, Pavelich and Salazar, it had its origin not in the secular but in the religious world. Its fundamental foundation can be found in a papal encyclical letter of Pope Pius XI, which was issued on the 15th of May, 1931, called Quadragesimo Anno, Latin for the 40th year. It is also termed on the reconstruction of the social order, which was to signify 40 years since Leo XIII's groundbreaking encyclical called Rerum Novarum, on the condition of working classes, which deals with the struggle between capital and labour. And so, reading all this, and understanding all this, listeners, history testifies that communism and modern fascism are political ideologies that have been born into this world through the political influence of the Roman Catholic Church. Now, let us think for a moment. In order for the papacy to abolish monarchies and all ordered governments, then they have to be either infiltrated by them politically from the inside, or if that fails as a last resort, they will need to be overturned by the papacy through war. Here is what the most knowledgeable and respected political author on the Roman Catholic Church had to say. He says, no political event or circumstance can be evaluated without the knowledge of the Vatican's part in it. And no significant world political situation exists in which the Vatican does not play an important, explicit or implicit part. That's from Avril Manhattan in the Vatican and World Politics, page 7. Jesus has said that the rise of the Antichrist system of religion and government, the papacy, is one of the main signs of the times that we are living in, signs of which includes wars and rumours of wars. Now, we just read from Avril Manhattan, the most knowledgeable political author about the Vatican affairs in the last twentieth century. He confirmed that the Vatican plays a part in all significant world political events. And so, let us now look at the present war with Russia and Ukraine. Does the Vatican play an important part in this war, in this history? Now, Elder Ricardo, what would you like to share with our listeners about this?
2: Well, you know, first of all, I want to go back uh, to to your lead up is is magnificent. I want to encourage all our listeners to please do research. There's plenty of material out there that if you search for it, you can gain a a further understanding, a broader picture regarding the nature of these things. In the light of Matthew 24, when you look at wars and rumors of wars, these are not abstract events. This is something connected to the overall understanding of world events as it relates, and rightly so, as John has just clearly stated, to the Vatican. There's no way you're going to have global conflict to this extent without uh, the Church of Rome in some form or fashion having its hand in it. Now, again, it may be just from one uh, conflict to another. Uh, uh, I'm speaking now of Rome's involvement, maybe from a, a lesser degree to, to another. It, it all depends on the situation. Yes. However, though, R- Rome is going to make sure its hands in there somehow, some way. When you look at the present situation with Ukraine, this is not just a recent incident. This isn't even an incident that began five, ten years ago. This goes on, uh, an incident actually goes back decades. And frankly, if you understand the conflict, it goes back centuries of time. Because what you have to look at and understand that when the Roman Empire fell, uh it, at least as it was crumbling let me go back a little bit to, to give a bigger broader picture to show you where this conflict really uh, originates when rome was beginning to fall when it when the the capital was moved from rome to constantine or constantinople which became Const- when when it was changed there in 331 then when it was moved okay yes. that divided rome from the east to the west that was the beginning of the end. And then finally, the Germanic tribes came out of the north, swooped down on the western part of the Roman Empire, and annihilated the western Roman Empire there eventually in AD 476. Mm-hmm. However, though, the eastern part of the Empire, empire still existed. Um, may not Obviously, it wasn't anything like the former glory, but nonetheless, it still retained some autonomy. Uh, over a period of time, what happened was the animosity between the east and the west regarding the nature of who constituted the true church, uh, uh, meaning the tr- at that time the Church of Rome, where, where yes. was the true religion, uh, waged a conflict between the old defenders of Rome and the uh, defenders of the uh, Constantinople, the Eastern religion. And so what happened eventually over a period of time is these, re- these two systems developed into their own theological uh, uh, dogmas. And so you had the Roman Catholic Church in the West – you then had what is known as the Orthodox Church of the East, and yes. the Eastern Orthodox Church began to develop and grow, and it moved through the Eastern Bloc countries, um, and particularly Russia and so forth, which is now, of course, Russia. Um, and uh, and, uh, and so there was a great animosity between these two, and for centuries of time, they fought each other, yes. uh, and they're, they are uh, antagonists so what happened was uh, particularly when you look at Ukraine now this situation is 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 not a new uh, conflict it is an old conflict yes. brought up uh, through uh, various phases and now finds itself lodged in in unfortunately with uh, innocent people caught in, in between like like so many. Uh, Sad situations when war uh, commences, it seems that the innocent always suffer and die and the true victims of those who initiate these things somehow rarely are punished. However, though, when you look at this situation, what you have in the Orthodox Church is an unwillingness to submit and surrender to the Catholic Church's dogma. Because the Roman Catholic Church claims infallibility. And not just the infallibility in doctrine, but infallibility regarding the nature of the supremacy of of its dominion over all other religious groups. And uh, so this is unacceptable to the orthodox religion. Uh, They will not submit to such a theory. And so this has waged conflict throughout. And by the way, just for a reminder to our listeners to broaden this picture out even further – the whole issue of the of the uh, uh, well groups like the Waldensians yes. the Albigenses and the the the, the uh, Huguenots and others such as them and then the great Lollards after John Wycliffe and the Hussites after John Huss and people like Martin Luther and Calvin and Knox and Zwingli and so forth. These people, though they were not orthodox in their faith per se, yet they held to the tenacious belief that the conscience is supreme and superior. And and is only bound by God Almighty. Mm. So this this was a great conflict, and this is what Rome contended over. Rome was claiming that she is supreme over the consciences of men and women, and therefore no one has the right to independent free thinking, liberty of conscience. To the Roman Catholic Church is a sin. It's an abomination. Mm -hmm. And this has publicly been declared by popes in the past. Uh, And so they don't subscribe to the theory that a man has the inalienable right to be free, because this implies their unwillingness to submit to the dogma of Rome. And so Rome will will challenge that theory, and, uh, and if it can't convince you, it will do so by other means, such as waging war against you. As a matter of fact, if you go to the book of Revelation, Yes. Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, the book of Daniel. Let's go over to Daniel chapter 7 and 25, yes. Daniel seven twenty-five. He says this about speaking, the, 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 again, the man of sin, the papacy, referring to the saints of God. He shall speak great words against the Most High, meaning blasphemy, sacrilegious language, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High. And the wearing out of the saints of the Most High is the persecution of the saints, why? Because they refuse to comply with the mandates of Rome regarding the nature of their conscience. Yes. They believe, rightly so, the conscience belongs to God and not to man. And so this, this issue spills over now into the Orthodox community. And so uh, what is happening today in Ukraine is that there, there's many issues involved here. Okay, let's, let's be very honest with, with uh, what we're dealing with here. Yes. It's not a one-sided p- a picture here regarding, uh, uh, you know, one issue. But let me explain to our listening audience and again you can do research on this friends i want to encourage you the, if you do a study on the ukraine and you go back and study for example punch up on the internet if you want Do research on the bio labs in ukraine you'll find information what's going on over there or or um uh, the, uh ukraine the this epic center of the new world order or things of this nature you'll find information regarding that mm. uh and but also which is not being reported and what john is r- so beautiful articulated in the very few moments that he gave uh, in the beginning is setting up the framework that what you have to understand is that ukraine is also a religious war it is the orthodox religion versus the the catholic church this is why if you do research on this and again i encourage you you'll find article after article where the pope is condemning putin and the orthodox church and and you find which is very ironic Israel is taking the side of the Vatican and yes. condemning Putin, which I find very ironic because when you, and you can look this up as well, the the during World War II, during World War II, the hotbed of the SS, and I mean the crack troops, yes. came from Ukraine. Uh, and so they, they and they still have uh, neo-Nazis existing there today. And what's interesting, I was just reading some articles uh, by um, uh, Israel Times and Jerusalem Post and so forth, and they were saying the summation of it was, uh, well, we know there are uh, some people there. And they, they try to downplay it, of course, some people there that have uh, neo Nazi views, but uh, they, they, they don't uh, really uh, attack Jews. So in other words, it's okay to be a Nazi, just as long as you don't attack a Jew, no. and uh, which is I- insane. It's insane, and so Putin has come out multiple times declaring the real issues that are existing within the Ukraine are the uh, uh, are the neo Nazis as well as the bio labs and other issues evolving around that. So it is critical to see. It is critical to see that people understand that this is a much broader issue, a much much broader issue than we are being told. Yes. We're not being given the the the, the uh, full picture here. We're being uh, misled by the by the global media, and the reason is they don't want you to discover the real truth of the matter regarding the nature of what's really taking place. Because if you find out that this fundamentally has more to the picture than we, we're being told, then what other issues are at, at stake that they're not telling you about? Yes. What others such as COVID and, and many other issues that they're lying about? So I'm here to tell you that this thing is so sinister, so dark, that that it is unbelievable uh, when you start to do a little study. But again, I want to reiterate This is not a modern day crisis. This is not, you know, in other words, it originated, you know, recently. This is something that exists um, and has existed for centuries of time. And so really, John, I would say to our listening audience that this is something that I would encourage them to take the time, do some research and understand, uh, you know, that there's much more than meets the eye.
0: Yes, yes, I I totally agree, Elder Ricardo. And we've really got to thank the Lord for bringing, showing us the truth in His Word and giving us a guide, you know, in His Word to let us know who really is behind what's going on in this world who who really is the agitator, who really is are uh, the people who are causing the problems you see and it's the word of God sh- truly surely is an unnerving guide, you know and um I'd like to you know revelation chapter eighteen um, revelation chapter eighteen when he's when talking about spiritual Babylon oh yes. And there's one verse here that's come come to my mind as you've just spoken to me and as, as we've been discussing this. And as you know, Revelation 18, next, it goes through all the sins of Babylon, you know, really, spiritual Babylon. And the last verse here, I remember, um, I remember it's the late Pastor Reginald Wright that he used to share this with me many times. It says here, Revelation chapter 18 and verse 24, it says here, and oh, in yes. her was found the blood of prophets and of saints. And listen to this, listeners, and of all that was slain upon the earth. Now, this is Jesus speaking to us in the book of Revelation, explaining to us that spiritual Babylon, it's through spiritual Babylon that was that found the blood of the prophets and of the saints and of all that was slain upon the earth. That, that's including wars. You see? That's including wars. And, and, and we shared in previous radio broadcasts that the head of spiritual Babylon, the power of the system that's at the head of spiritual Babylon is the Roman Catholic Church. Listeners, um, you see? And so, but the thing is now, why is it? Why did Jesus, why has He given us these signs of the times? What's the main reason why? What does He want us to do? what's why why does it's it's one thing knowing about the signs of the times but you know um oh Ricardo why is it that Jesus is pointing these things out what's we've we mentioned it briefly in, in the previous broadcast why is it why is it that we're bringing this to the people
2: well I think when you look at these issues John I think you gotta uh first of all take it uh uh, step back and look at it from a practical standpoint. Yes, when you when you reveal something to someone, is because you don't want them to be taken by surprise. You don't yes. want them to be caught off guard, um, and so it it helps the individual uh, not only to know where they are in term in terms of point of time, but also uh, helps you to realize what's. Um, Let's see what, what is necessary to prepare yourself. Uh, for, for what is coming. Because yes. look, when you look at the, the passage, Matthew 24, wars and rumors of wars, and yet Jesus even says, because I want to remember, or excuse me, remind our listening audience to remember, you know, Matthew 24 doesn't stand alone. Matthew 24, yes. uh, Mark 13 and Luke 21, and then there's a portion in Luke 17, uh, that parallels with, um, passages in Matthew 24. However, yes. Uh, you you have to see that that, that as Jesus said this is the beginning of sorrows. So don't lose control. Don't yes. don't uh, don't panic, um, and realize where we are in point of time, but also the necessary steps. Uh, to to wake up to 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 the to the preparation. And I think also too, John, that yes. when you look at this in conjunction with the man of sin, yes. uh, I think it once again confirms, and rightly so, what you pointed out in Revelation 18, that uh that Rome is the is this is really the instigator yes. uh, in some form of fashion. Now don't misunderstand me. Uh I am a firm believer that organizations such as well secret societies in general let me just broaden it out secret societies in general uh they're secret for a reason um you know uh jesus had nothing said nothing in secret um that wasn't you know revealed i mean he you know he spoke openly to everybody there was no kind of secret club or society that he he governed over and so i think people need to realize that God is trying to expose all these things so that we will wake up to the reality. I think too many people, John, in my opinion, and again, it's just my opinion, um, but from my nearly 40 years of experience, I, in terms of the work I'm speaking now, I think that there are many people who are completely naive regarding what's really going on.
0: Yes, it's true, you know, because... You hear the phrase now in, in this time, conspiracy theory, but we simply say conspiracy fact. Because at the end of the day, the Bible makes it clear that there is a global conspiracy of evil. But it's, it's understanding the reason why it's to try to destroy the truth of God from this earth. and And That's many people... Right. Just as you say, they don't. They just don't want to. You, you can hear people talking about, you know, the market beast or about COVID, about the pandemic, or about any other current issue. You know, about the financial crisis, even about the climate change. Yes, they'll talk about these things on one level, but the broader picture that needs to be understood, listeners, is that the whole reason that these things are happening is that there is a fallen angel. That is sought to take control on this earth He wants to destroy each and every one of us And that Christ Is bringing these things to our attention Out of love To to show us And actually give us comfort as well That he knows what's happening He knows what's going to happen And if if we simply put our trust in him And give our hearts to him Then he will save us eternally From this evil in the future You see and so, um, because you know, Elder De Carter, as I was studying the subject, I realized that what a loving God that we serve. Imagine if we we weren't given the Bible as a guide, where would we stand? Yeah, <laughs> you know, where would we really stand? And and um, I, you know, and I'd just like to say this as well. What what I read earlier in the in the Book of Thessalonians. This has been like a, a new revelation to me in the sense of now seeing it in the context of end-time events, especially yes, right. in context of the rise of the papacy, because to be honest with yes. you, I n- it never came to my mind before that when Jesus was speaking about these things, that really that he was talking about the events that would happen because of the papacy's influence, See? That's right. You know, and and the other organizations who she works with. So you see, and so listeners, to keep things simple, you've always got to look in the religious realm, really, if you want to understand really what's going on on this earth. And the sad thing is that because many people don't want to know about religion or have their own ideas of religion. I believe that Yenmi is blinding many people's eyes to 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 to, to, the, to the reality of, right. of of things that are um, on this planet. You know, um, Elder Ricardo, have you got any other um, text from the Bible that you believe that can help us to um, have have a a, a a clearer picture from God's perspective as to the things well, I, happening?
2: I actually wanted to go back to a passage you were or chapter, excuse me, you were in, in Revelation yes. 18. Yeah, sure. Uh, j- just to, because there's, I find this interesting when you were quoting about this. If you go back, let's see, uh, let's, uh, Revelation 18, um, uh, verse 2. Yes. And if you look at this, it's very fascinating because he tells you, this, of course, speaking of Rome, speaking of, of the Antichrist, the, the, the beast power in this particular case, obviously describes as Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots. And so forth, and by the way, listeners, just the the reason he's uh, the, the the Antichrist is described in so many different ways is because it's God's way of trying to convey the the many facets uh, to 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 the power that that that, that it that it represents, yes. and so it's not a one dimensional, uh, uh, you know. A beast as they say this is the Rome has many many disguises many many uh, ways in which he can maneuver through uh its its uh its deceptions yes. but if you look with me here in verse 2 and it says he cried mightily with a strong voice saying Babylon the great is fallen has fallen has become now this is very interesting to me because I've been very intrigued about this. Actually, I've been intrigued about this for, for many a year. But he says, become the habitation yes. of devils and the hold of every foul spirit in the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. So here you have, in a very short description, a very detailed account of, of how iniquitous the beast really is. Yes. That it is the habitation of everything that's evil and corrupt which then i would have to then draw the conclusion that when you look at such as secret societies yes. you look at the the really the dreadfulness of the waging of wars the, yes. the unjust wars that have been waged against so many innocent people you have to draw the conclusion that once again Somehow, some way, Rome has its hands in it. Now, again, yes. I'm not here to say to what extent there are other authors, and you quoted from some of them regarding uh, the extent with which they might have been involved in, such as uh, Avro Manhattan's. Yes. And by the way, listening you if you could assemble yourself any books from Mister uh, Manhattan, uh, I would highly recommend you get them. I do know that there are some you can download for free yes. uh, on PDF, although other ones are very scarce. I will admit um, I'm not quite sure what to do about that, however, just keep looking you might be able to find some along the way but um, uh, and there's others who have dealt with this issue with Rome um, you know but look the the point being is that here you have. Every evil system, every corrupt manifestation of, of wickedness is somehow lodged in Babylon. Yes, and uh, and so you know you brought something up which I thought was interesting about the Illuminati, Freemasonry, uh, Vatican connection, and what's fascinating to me um, how that. In the beginning, it's very fascinating when you look at 18th century literature yes. regarding secret societies. You know, in the beginning, Rome um, was vehemently opposed to Freemasonry. Yes. And Freemasonry was vehemently opposed to Rome. As a matter of fact, many, very few people know this. Uh, when they were about to dedicate or build, excuse me, I'm sorry, build the Washington Monument yes. uh, in Washington, D.C., of course, the most important stone is the cornerstone uh, of, of any kind of building or structure or, and, and because obviously everything else rests on that. Yes. But what was fascinating, the Vatican had, had ordered a stone, a cornerstone specifically designed for this monument and sent it to uh, the proper authorities in order to be used for the foundation stone. Of this monument, the Freemasons, when that stone was delivered, took that stone and 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 uh, 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 transported it onto a boat into the Potomac and dumped it into the Potomac River. Yes, and somewhere that stone is lodged, you know. On the bottom of the Potomac River or perhaps maybe even now the Chesapeake Bay or perhaps now, you know, it may be completely covered up. Who knows? I mean, but however, the point being is it shows the animosity between Freemasonry and 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 uh, the Vatican. Now, over a period of time, that has changed where now, uh, you know, the Vatican is very much a part of Freemasonry. Yes, And Freemasonry is very much a part of the Vatican. Now, there are those who would suggest and, and, and have brought the argument that during the 18th century uh, and spilling over into the 19th century, um, when, when you talked about Adam Weishaupt and the Illuminati infiltrating uh, Freemasonry, yes, um, what happened was the Jesuits weren't going to be outdone. And so there is uh, some indication that they felt that they needed to get on board before they lose uh, their grip on this whole situation. And and they then infiltrated uh, themselves. Now, who's all now involved? Uh, You know, it's hard to say who who controls how much of what. But one thing is very clear. According to Scripture, according to Revelation 18, verse 2, they're all tied in together. Yep. so this this notion that uh, the Illuminati are opposed to the to the Jesuits and the Jesuits are opposed to Freemasonry. Freemasonry is opposed to you know the, this organization and that and so now they're all working together in some form of fashion. yes and uh, and just to put another highlight on this, and again, this most people don't realize. When you look at the rise of World War II, the rise of Nazism, remember, Nazism is is an is a, is a acronym. It's a name that, that it, it, it comes from it, the, the National Socialist uh, Movement of, of Germany. And remember, Hitler was a part of the Socialist Movement. Yes. Now, he wasn't a communist, per se, but they, they were a part of the Socialist Movement. Yes. Uh, and, and, uh, and so what you have— in the Nazis, which is very interesting, they were steeped deeply in the occult and secret societies, namely, uh, you have uh, the skull and bones, you have yes. uh, um, uh, Freemasonry, Illuminati, uh, and and so forth. Uh, they're all intertwined. Now, what's fascinating, too, is when you start to look at these things in relation to what's going on today, as I said, if you do some research uh, onto this, the, the present day neo-Nazi movement in Ukraine, you'll find that Israel and I have not found one n- a Jewish um, article or magazine or or uh, website anywhere that I can find. I'm not saying they don't exist. I have yet to find it, but I have not found one that actually uh, sides with Putin over the neo-Nazi movement that exists within Ukraine. Uh, and, I, and you got to scratch your head, as I said earlier, yes. why would Israel, why would Jews, why would the Zionists support the neo-Nazi movement there in Ukraine? Uh, and so what if you do some more research, you'll find that Zionism is nothing more than an extension of secret societies yes. morphed into another organization. That's all Zionism is, yep. except in this particular case, they're using the Jews as the scapegoats. Uh, for everything and anything, you know, people, they're, they're blaming Jews for anything and everything. Now, don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying there aren't Jews involved, but, but, but remember, when you talk about the Illuminati, you talk about Freemasonry, you talk about, uh, Jesuits or other secret societies. You know, look, let's be honest. They're not all filled with Jews. You got, no. you got people from all walks of life and, and, and from different faiths, yep. uh, involved in these. So, so but what's interesting is that the the present situation in Ukraine is more complicated uh, than 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 uh, than what's being made out to be. They just simply st- if you listen to the national media the, uh, the global media, it's basically this: Putin got uh, fed up uh, with uh, you know being harassed by the Ukrainian uh, Zelensky, and you know he decided one day, well I'm just going to invade. I'm just. Yes. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take it back. It's my property. You know, like like a little child who's spoiled, little brat who can't get his way. He says, "Give me my ball. I'm going home." And so this is how they're trying to paint Putin. And and by the way, uh, let me just make something very clear here. Neither John and I are saying in any way, shape, or form that Putin is an angel. No. I'm not saying that in, uh, in any way. However, however, we must look at things as they are, not as we want them to be. We have to be practical and realist regarding these issues and so when you look at what's taking place in the ukraine today there are many other subdivisions to this problem. you know that are really pushing this agenda you have rome the vatican the pope coming out article after article after article endorsing his 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 position regarding uh ukraine and Zelensky and uh and, and and not even condemning the, the neo-Nazis yeah. in a manner that would be appropriate. And if, a perchance, any, quote, condemnation should come from any corner uh, other than the ones who truly see things as they are, uh, what they're doing is they're whitewashing it. It's a condemnation mm-hmm. only to m- make sure they don't get their hands caught in the cookie jar when it all implodes. So – Uh, What you're seeing now from the Vatican and from Israel and from other groups uh, throughout the world uh, and world governments, America, Britain, so forth, they're all opposed. uh, And these are the armies of the world gathered together to oppose Putin, not because, uh, you know, uh, for the reasons they're advocating this has much broader ramifications and putin has publicly stated these are public speeches you can read and uh, listen to where he has stated it clearly his position i'm here to eradicate once and for all the neo-nazi movement in ukraine as well as liberate the russian orthodox movement from the tyranny of the Uh, 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 Catholic Orthodox Church in Ukraine as well as Zelensky and the Zionists uh, that are persecuting the uh, Orthodox uh, churches and and so. There, and and as well as the bio labs that are that are uh, that are uh, uh, uncovered and destroyed and, and confiscated by Putin, uh, as well as many other things that are going on. So yes. there are so many issues. When when you know it's amazing when you look at this passage in Matthew twenty four. Yes, there'll be wars and rumors of war, kingdom against kingdom, you know, nation against nation. I mean, it's amazing how profound and deep the word of god really is you know in other words look think about this john why even bring up uh, being up this issue there's been wars and rumors of wars for thousands of years in 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 human history
0: yes it's true
2: so what's the big deal here unless as you rightly said and I, i i do so much hope that our listening audience We'll go back and listen to the beginning once again of, of the of this message that John laid out so nicely that when you see this whole concept in the light of the role of Rome, then things start to clarify. Yes. It doesn't mean you're going to know every issue nope. but it does mean you begin to start seeing things in a different light, whereby you then start to evaluate things as God is trying to indicate to you. So I just think that when you look at Matthew 24 and, he st- and you start to realize that, that as, as it details wars and rumors of wars, uh, Jesus made it ever so clear how that these things will come to pass. Um, I like how, for example, in Luke's account, Luke 21, yes. he says this, but you sh- but when you hear of war, this, by the way, is in verse 9. Luke, uh, Luke 21, verse nine, but when you shall hear of wars and commotions, now it's interesting because when you parallel, and by the way, friends, I want to recommend that you go get a, a harmony of the gospels. You can download them online and go to Google books and punch up a harmony of the gospels. And you can download uh, King James versions of them, and they're free. So uh, it's a brilliant way to study uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And in this particular case, when you hear this, for example, in both Matthew's and Mark's account, it says, When you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, they both say the same things. He says then, then uh, be not troubled, and of course, yes. that's what they say. But, in, but in, mm, uh, in, uh, in Luke's account, he says, but when you shall hear of wars and commotions. Uh, now, a commotion uh, is, it's very interesting, uh, wars and commotions. Yes. Uh, he's, it's a very, little bit different, obviously, the way it's worded, the way he, in which he's emphasizing something particular un- and unique. Uh, a commotion grabs your attention. If you're walking in a crowd of people and you say down in London one day, you just happen to go for a little walk, maybe the British museum or something. And you notice maybe a a halfway down the block, you see a commotion. Well, naturally that's going to grab your attention. It's only natural. You're going to look yes um and so th- so there it, 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 the wars and something that's going to grab your attention regarding the nature of the conflicts that are existing in the nations of the world and what we're seeing today should grab your attention it should call you to stop it calls you to stop and look Yes. and focus on what's really going on and again i can't emphasize enough what you stated in the beginning john simply lays the groundwork. It is the thing we've been build, building on in this whole message, yes. the, it, that it's tied directly in. You can't avoid it. It's tied directly into the man of sin.
0: Yes. Yes. You know, Elder Ricardo, um before we have a break, you brought out quite a important point, because as you know, we've had the rise of social activist movements and they've been causing a lot of commotion in our cities and towns around the world. That's and then if, and listen, if you actually do your study as to where these movements have originated from, the road leads back to Rome. You See, yep. they haven't just come up just yep. like that. You see, and again, it just goes to show the 100% accuracy of the Word of God. It's marvelous. Absolutely. It's marvelous. It is. It really is. You see? Mm. So praise the Lord. For that. So I listeners, I believe that we've given you enough this evening for you to think upon, to study upon, and for you to pray upon. And so, um, before we have some closing thoughts, we'll have a short break for some music.
3: Heart, I will pray every time I feel the spirit moving in my heart. I will pray every time I feel the spirit moving in my heart. I will pray every time I feel the spirit moving in my heart. From the mountain, my Lord spoke. Out of his mouth came fire and smoke. There's not but one train that runs its track, it runs to heaven, runs right back. Every time I feel the spirit moving in my heart, I will pray. Every time I feel the spirit. Moving in my heart I will pray I went to the valley I didn't go to stay My soul got happy And I stayed all day Looked all around me And it looked so fine I ask the good Lord, if all was mine Every time I feel the Spirit moving in my heart I will pray Every time I feel the Spirit moving in my heart I will pray Every time I feel the Spirit moving in my heart I will pray every time I feel the Spirit moving in my heart, moving in my heart, moving in my heart.
0: signs of the times. Other DeCarlo, can we have some closing thoughts from you this evening?
2: Well, I think we need to recap uh, going back to what was stated by Jesus that we need to take heed to the things that are coming and that are before us now. And we need to remember that these are but the beginning of uh, of, of sorrows, that we're witnessing things unfolding before our very eyes to help us understand we need to get ready. Jesus is coming. The, the most essential thing here is that our characters are right with God. Look, we can know all these things that we've been discussing today, but if our lives are not right with God, then all this knowledge means nothing. And so I want to encourage our listening audience to discover not only the truths with which Jesus has spoken uh, of these things in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21. But also, more importantly, the reason why, because it all comes down to, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Have you made your life right with God? And if you have not, then all this knowledge will not save you, for no knowledge can save you except the only one who can Redeem you from your sins, and that's Jesus Christ. And so, I want to encourage our listening audience: we have just begun to scratch the surface. We've got a couple more meetings to cover. Please stay with us. We're going to unfold more as time goes on. So, may God bless you, and may the Lord watch over you. Is our prayer.
0: Amen. Let's have a word of prayer to calls now, Elder call now. Yes. Mm.
2: Once again, Father in heaven, we thank you so much for the blessed privilege of coming together to meditate upon the word, to think about the things in which you have spoken. And I pray that you will please help us, not only to understand, but to apply them to our lives in order that we might be better men and women in Christ. And Father, we come before you now and ask that through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, that you'll forgive us of our sins, come and take our hearts and fulfill in us the promises that you've made to us. Be unto us according to your word, dear Lord. Help us to stand still and see the salvation of our God. So bless us now, we pray. And and dear God, thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Elder Ricardo, thank you for joining us on Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio this evening. Listeners, if you have any questions... Or if you would like more information, please send an email to inquiries at wildernesspublications.org Or you can send a text message to 7944 If you have the Android app for Voice in the Wilderness internet radio, go to the e-book section, then find the title, Bible Readings for the Home. At chapter 59, you will find the subject, The Signs of the Times. This chapter will give you more information about today's topic. You can also listen to and download our radio show podcasts at https colon forward slash forward slash voice dash in, that's I-N dash, dash, wilderness.podcastpage.io forward slash. If you would like to support Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio financially, then please send your donation through our website at vitwradio.org. Click on the page called About Us. You can donate to us financially there. On next week's show, we'll discuss part three of the subject, The Sign of the Times. Well, that's it for tonight's show. Until next week, good night, listeners, and God bless. Voice Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Internet Radio. radio. Enlightening the world every week.